Welcome to the Wrestling Philosophy Show, where we discuss unique perspectives and beliefs on the sport of wrestling. Give us a follow or subscribe on various social media platforms, including YouTube, Spotify, and Apple Podcast. Enjoy the show. It's time to start planning for next season's tournaments. Be sure you have Smitty's Corner Rugs on your mats to protect them and keep them clean. Get a hold of him directly at smitty43952 at gmail. If you have a tournament, it's the way to go. It creates a custom coach's box so your tournament runs efficiently and keeps the mats clean since they use a top spray Mercy Killer. Uh, man, best thing to do is drop me an email, smitty43952 at gmail.com, or you can text me at 740-278-8016. And, uh, again, we got inventory, man. and get a quick turnaround time, and uh, our rugs are all top sprayed with our MRSA staff killer that kills coronavirus as well, man. So, you know, we were, all, we were already keeping it clean and keeping it classy before corona. You know, now – you know, now, now you really got to have a corner rug, right? Welcome, Jay Jaggers. How you doing, man? Good. Thanks for having me, man. Yeah, slick, slick office. Are you at uh, the Jennings? Uh... Yeah, yeah. We're in, I'm in the office right now. It's just kind of my space right here. Uh, I don't know. I can kind of move the camera around a little bit. But actually, I got uh, this guy's in there, too. What's up, buddy? Steve What's up, hanging What's in up, there, but is he there to block the door? No, yeah, this kind of my, my little backdrop piece that I had made. It's the only piece I was really cared about to block O, and then things are on it that uh, like that I that I like, man. Kind of like a I don't know, I guess a snapshot of me with some stuff on there. Musicians, Cleveland sign, baseball, football, sports. I like Harry Potter. I know you're Cleveland through and through. What musicians? Are you? Uh, on here, well, on here I got uh, I got Bruce Springsteen, Paul Simon, and Warren Zevon. Some of my, my favorite, uh, you know, classic rock icons. And then have you seen Luke, Bruce in concert? My boy Luke, I got him. This was my buddy who made an album, and I uh, was pretty passionate about that. He's one of my best friends, so his album's up there too. Who's that? Luke. What's his last name? Luke Burkhart. Okay. I got to get some, some new guys on there now, some, some kind of pivot and listening to just Americana right now with Bingham and Childers and all those guys, Zach Bryan. So nice. Nice. Upgrade it. This was two, three years ago. Sweet. That's awesome. So um, let's get into it. Obviously two-time national champ for anyone living under a rock or any non-wrestlers that listen, right. Ohio state associate head coach. Um, you know, I asked Logan this question. He had a pretty good answer for it. What, what's your first wrestling memory? Do you have a first wrestling memory? Yeah. Um, I, I think, I, I think I, now maybe, I don't know if I can, if I, if it's actually my memory or just how it's been filled in from, from people or, or the story that I've kind of regurgitated many times, but I do, I do remember, uh, the, my first, the first practice. I mean, I was like five years old and, uh, my dad had told me we were going to watch my cousin wrestle, my cousin Mark, who was three or four years older than me. And he was in the Chanel Firebird like Biddy program, which is where I went to high school eventually. But it was also my program as a, as you know, K through eight or whatever. And I was five years old and I thought I was going over there to watch him wrestle. And I, I, no, I, I knew nothing about the sport. I knew WWF and that was it. Loved the Ultimate Warrior and all those guys. 
and uh, went in the room and uh, was just sitting on the wall and was watching. And I was like, I saw there was kids my size and my age out there. So it was probably part of my dad's master plan. But uh, man comes up, he says, do you want to, you want to participate? And, you know, they're running around doing their calisthenics. So I sure I jumped off the wall and that man was Graham Coghill who ended up being my coach for the next 13, 14 years. Yeah. In- influential guy, right? I mean, yeah, legend legend. Of, of Chanel in Northeast Ohio. Right. Um, anyone else at the Chanel program that kind of, you kind of, you know, learn from other than him, any other oh, influential yeah. people that stick out? Yeah, I was thinking about this. I, you know, I kind of was thinking about it this morning as I drove in, um, you know, how just how fortunate I was that I was able to be in a program, the same program for 14, 13 years from, from like I said, five years old till the graduation of high school. Like how many people, like for, with the same people in the program too, like the, right, the, right. Whole, the same staff, the same staff for that long, you know, and I think that kind of spoke volumes like, um, about their loyalty to each other, like, you know, how many riffs there can be and egos and they all stood together. I mean, Graham Coghill, Tim Rutherford, um, uh, Ed Govang Jr., uh, my dad and uh, Larry Vance. I mean, those were like kind of the main the main five coaches that that brought up and coached that and they coached the high school team every day and then they would stay Monday, Wednesday, Thursday, coach the youth team and then on the weekends they'd do both double duty. So those are like the real heroes, man. Like I said, sometimes I feel like, like an imposter that like I get to coach wrestling and get paid like well enough to, you know, make a living out of it when the real heroes are, are, are those that dedicate their life at the youth and the high school level. Um, when they're not turning over, you know, a a pretty penny, they're just doing it out of the goodness of their heart. So yeah, I, uh, you know, I, I, I love those men forever. Yeah, that's definitely the exception, right? Having the same group of people. I, you know, I share the similar situation. It's yep. when you're in it, you don't realize it, right? You're like, you're like wow, that, that's not how it is everywhere, right? It's like take some perspective and some age to to see how the rest of the world is to realize how good you had it, and just just like I said, how how crazy and how much time, how much time they put into it, and they all they were all best friends, and there was like I said, no ego. It was just it was it was yeah, it was really spectacular. Yeah. What do you remember about your dad kind of through those years looking back now that you didn't realize, you know, perspective? Uh, that was awesome. Um, you know, he was, the, he was, he was consistent. Like he was, he was there. He was always there. Like he always wanted to be around and he was there. So he was, I mean, we were, we were, we were close to like, we're, I mean, even like, obviously, yeah, your dad's your hero when you're growing up. But then when I got to like a certain age where I was kind of a young, a young adult, young man, we were like best friends. So like there was nothing off the table that, you know, we couldn't talk about. Um, he wasn't, he, he didn't put, he never needed to, like he didn't, he didn't have to push me. Like that was something that was internal. Mm-hmm. So um, that, I think that made our relationship easy. Um, but, you know, we just, we just kind of thought similarly and we just kind of wanted to crush people. <laughs> so it was good, man. He was, he was awesome. And, but he was a good coach too. Cause like he, when we got into high school, he didn't really need to spend that much time like with me, like, you know what I mean? Like I, I kind of knew wrestling pretty well and other coaches would be ones that would be a little more hands-on with me. So he would, he would attach to some, some different individuals on the team and, and have them be like his little project. And, and he, and he, he could coach, man. Cause you know, I, I know 
two individuals that hadn't previously qualified for the state tournament that he kind of took under his wing in those seasons ended up, he, he brought him to state championships, both individually. So he knew what he was doing nice. more, more, more on this side, you know, I mean, he knew the techniques and stuff, but, but he just had a way of breaking it down and simplifying it to people that like, what are you scared of? Like, come on, just wrestle. So he was cool. That's awesome. So you're, you're living it now, right? What Jed about what, eight years old or so. Yep. Yeah, my son's eight. Uh, he'll be nine in November, and then I have two two little girls. Uh, Presley's four, or I'm sorry, Presley's seven. <laughs> Lennox is four. Uh, Presley wrestled my my middle child. She she did about a dozen practices last year. Oh, sweet. Uh, with uh, in Logan's Stevers Club, so she came around. She likes it. She's she's cute when she does it. So she's got to learn how to compete a little bit, but she's she's fun about it. Yeah. So, right, eight years old, nine, getting to that pivotal age, right? It's kind of like, all right, we're, we're learning, right? Step it up a little bit more as dad now. What, uh, you know, what's your perspective on, you know, not obviously a daughter too, but what's your perspective on, on how how to be dad, how to be coach, right? Because you, you've seen it through your dad, you've seen it through awesome individuals, but what, uh, you know, what, what's your, your approach, I guess? Uh, well, obviously I'm going to help him. I'm going to coach him a little bit and more so from home. But as far as like, I, I, when we go to practice, I don't put shoes on. Like I sit off to the side and I'm, I have a luxury of, of knowing that he's in great hands. Obviously he was in Stevers club and it's like Logan and he's one of my best friends and I coached him. So philosophically we're on the same wavelength. And then, um, you know, he, he was, Logan was our RT, RTC coach last year. So he was here constantly. So, uh, you know, we were able to talk about practice and what, what it would look like that day for the youth. But as far as like the actual, you know, conducting the practice, that's Logan can do it. And now, uh, now that Logan joined our staff, uh, Colin Moore is now the head coach at, um, at Steeber Elite, which obviously I know Colin really well. I've known his family forever. So when you, when you trust the people that are, that can run it, you don't have to which is great because then I can sit to the side and, you know, talk to the other fathers and just, and be more of a fan. Um, but uh, we don't, we don't put, I mean, we don't, it's in, it's, I, I like it and it's, um, it's important and my son works really hard, but we don't wrestle. We wrestle November through March and that's it. And we play baseball. He, uh, he plays soccer. He plays flag football. I coach his baseball team, like, like wrestling, you know, it's uh, he doesn't, I don't, I don't know that he's going to even, you know, that that's going to be his thing. Right. Right. Right now he thinks he's going to be in the major league. So, you know what I mean? So it's like, I'm not one to uh, start specializing the kid at eight years old, just because I, you know, he kind of moves like me and, and, and I had a skill set for the sport that necessarily that means it's going to translate to him. So I, I think it's important for him to wrestle. And I told him, you know, you're going to wrestle. Like I, I know I'd love it for him to be chomping at the bit to go there, but there's just so many lessons and, and, and values and, and he'll learn, he'll learn to fall in love with it. Right. So, right. Here we are. Seasons here, right. For the Buckeyes, right. And let's talk. Oh, Buckeyes yeah, bit, right? close. It's there, right. It's a somewhat normal year. It's looking like right now. Right. I mean, for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part. Um, yeah. Obviously there's some, interruptions in training for some guys with you know as we sort through covid still and whatnot but uh all in all much we're in much better spot than we were in last year i mean 
we didn't even get to move, we didn't even get to like work out on our campus till probably I don't know late October maybe um and then again there was a lot of interruptions right after Thanksgiving that we had as a team so uh you know actually have being able to have a preseason which you know and coach that's where a lot of your a lot of your teaching gets done you know preseason like you got you know teach some guys some some fundamentals and techniques and and give them kind of the the blueprint of your program because once you get start competing it's 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 individualized a little more right like like hey jared needs this let's bring him in you know work on finishing and you know this guy he's got to get get better on bottom man we got to get more reps in there and then you have your team practices still but as far as the like overarching themes for like everybody needs to wrestle from the be able to wrestle from the crackdown like that gets done in the preseason so not having that last year and with a relatively young team uh it hurt us right you you still scrap the guys or what what's uh yeah, occasionally. Uh, I'm not an I'm not an everyday guy. I can't I can't go every day. You know, I'm 36 now. But uh, yeah, I, I wrestle. You know, if somebody needs a partner, I can get in there. Um, you got to be careful. You got to be careful with some of these studs, though, man. They're getting they're getting they're getting better, and I'm getting worse. So it's it can get ugly. Father time, man. Father time. So so you you mentioned right young team. Who are some of the guys? Obviously, you have the Scarlet and Gray match coming up. But who who are some of the guys that I guess have wowed you? Right, because not a traditional year last year. Now you got some, you know, a whole new crop of guys, right? Yeah. Who are some of the guys that are kind of sticking out? Yes, yeah, so we didn't, we didn't, we had, uh, we didn't have any seniors really. I mean, we had, we had, uh, well, no, obviously everybody got their year back last year, right, right. but we had, uh, we had two seniors um, and everybody else is, is, was, would have been returning regardless. So uh, obviously Sasso, Sasso is probably the, the leader. He's probably the vocal leader and then performance leader on the team being a national finalist and just his, the way he wrestles and, you know, his competitiveness is, uh, is it's incredible. So, um, so he's, he's, he's obviously a guy that your, your eyes tend to, to go to him towards a lot towards practice because you know what he's doing and the way you can manipulate his body. Um, but I'll tell you who's had a really solid um, summer and preseason as far as Tate Orndorff. So, you know, he came on late, uh, took place at the national tournament, became an All-American. And um, he, I mean, his body has changed. Like, I think people will be very happy when they see him at the wrestle-offs. Like, physically, he looks different. He looks more athletic. He's completely bought in to that side of things. And, uh, and he's, and he's competing, he's competing hard at practice. So, um, you know, I'm very excited for him. I'd say just all, like you said, off the cuff, like thinking, you know, those two guys, but there's a host of others that, you know, I could, I could talk about our guys. I can go through each one and talk for 10 minutes on each one. I love them all and they're doing a good job, but, um, you know, for, for sake of time, I'd say those, those two. Right. Something I was wanted to ask and, I was talking to someone on this, but Karchla's neat, right? He didn't have a, the surgery, right? On the ACL. Is that, I've never heard of something like that. Is that? Uh, yeah. You know, I mean, I had to talk about that. Right? I just, I think he's really about his injury. Yeah. He's good to go. He's good okay. to go. We'll leave it at that. He's ready, okay. he's ready to go. He, uh, he looks strong. I mean, he can wrestle. He just, he's right. just a, He's just a very obviously his dad is is an awesome wrestler, right? <laughs> a great coach, but he's he's a, such a pure wrestler, um, understands positions very well, great finisher, um, strong. He's 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 yeah he's I mean we've been waiting 
waiting to see him, you know, unleash him for a while. And last year, it's, you know, unfortunately he was injured. So it uh, delayed the process, but yeah, people are going to be happy when they see him wrestle. Yeah. I just never heard that. I don't, I've never had knee issues. Um, so I, I, it's totally foreign to me, but then I get it. I guess that's like the new thing or something. I don't know. It's just total, total <laughs> we'll leave it to doctors, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's what they do, right? So um coming up, right? Scarlet and Gray, you got the coaches, coaches clinic, October 28th, 29th. Kind of like kicks off, right? The season in a way, right? As far as you know, publicly, right? Yeah. Um, yeah, you know, what do you what are you guys looking forward to that? I guess there's some matchups that you're looking forward to or yeah, I mean, just like anything, right? Like last year, there was such an interruption into our into our normal process that we're just excited to have, you know, the coaches association. We've been partnering with them and working with uh, with Sean Andrews to make sure that, um, you know, any requests on their end. So this is just, we just want it to be a great event. Like obviously for the for the coaches that decide to come, and then um, sprinkling in the wrestle-offs, that's that's a nice little cherry on top, I think, for the coaches to see our team in action for the first time. And, uh, you know, I'm intrigued too. Like, I want to see, I want to see some guys that, you know, redshirted or, or I guess nobody redshirted, but, you know, didn't get as many opportunities to compete last year that were young. Um, I want to see how our depth chart shakes out, you know, at the end of it. And then we have some competitive, competitive weight classes that I don't know who's going to be the starter. So yeah, man, it's super, it's super interesting that the, the 28th and 29th can't come soon enough. And that's going to be a, in the Cavelli, right? It's usually right. used to be in the field house, right? Now it's going to be. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's all in house here in our facility. So our jet, the Jennings practice facility where, where our offices are in our, in our, uh, our wrestling room is connected to the Cavelli. So is that open to public or how's that? you know, working. I mean, uh, obviously it's part of the coach's clinic, but you know, anyone off the street can walk in and watch or how's that work? Yep. I think that's the plan right now. Obviously, you know, you, you as of today, right. You don't, you, you don't lock yourself in anything nowadays, you write everything in pencil, not pen, but yeah, that's the plan. Um, get that out. And then, and then also season tickets, you know, we just got our, we just got our competition schedule, um, our, our conference schedule given to us last week. So we're, we're trying to, we we're trying to add a date to like finalize it. Um, I don't know if we'll be successful in that. Cause you know, um, there's so a week out of conference home duel you're looking at our out of conference schedule, like November, December was good. We're done with that. And then our, uh, our, we got our big 10 schedule, which is eight dual meets, but then the way it kind of lined up, there's a weekend off, right? Well, I think it's, Indiana was the last duel. And then there was a three week break between our last duel and big tens. And I want, I don't want that. I want, I want, I want a two week break between the last duel. So we're trying to find another duel in there that we could get in that last weekend, right after the, the final, just, just so our guys don't have a three weeks, a three week delay. You know, I, I don't want, I don't want any rust. So um, I don't know if we'll be able to find that. A lot of people are pretty locked in their schedules. So it might just be is what it is. So, but as soon as it's finalized, we'll get the full schedule graphic going out to the people and then we'll roll out season tickets because i know people are excited about that right you got what iowa and michigan at home this year is that right correct it, within conference yeah um uh who else i think maryland and indiana those are our four four conference duels that are at home and then non-conference we'll have uh north carolina pittsburgh and then notre dame college oh, wow. so we have seven seven home duels Nice. Nice. So they all, 
at Cavalli then? I know you used to do some at the shot. We are going to look at, we're, we're exploring putting one of them at the Schottenstein Center. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. So obviously lots changed, not only due to COVID, but NIL, right? Is that, how's that impacting you guys at all? Um, I mean, guys, I think, I think the kids are happier. I mean, some guys can, can, can profit off of, you know, their name, image, and likeness now. And, um, you know, we're, we're not as, we can't, we we're not allowed to be as involved, like, as people would think, like as a staff, like, I can't, I can't run back channels for a kid to, to get a, you know, an apparel deal like that, that's illegal. So, um, so anything, any deals that, that anybody has, they kind of work it through with compliance and um, get it approved and, and they're good to go. I think you're, you see, you're, you're seeing a lot of, a lot of more like, uh, like free services, stuff like that, like restaurants and so-and-so is getting, you know, free smoothies at wherever um, for Instagram posts and whatnot. But I think it's an exciting thing for the student athletes and probably something that was long overdue. I mean, there's no reason why somebody shouldn't be able to, to profit off of, off of what they're able to, you know, what their fair market value is. If you were wrestling today, who would you, who would you be your sponsor? Who would you go after? Sponsor. Or who would you be your, you know, your partner? Oh, uh, I don't <laughs> remember back in the day, it'd be like Ed Hardy, <laughs> Von Dutch, all those things. Uh, Affliction, it's probably a tanning discount. Back yeah, I was going to say, you got to have a tanning day. sponsor, right? Yeah, right. Team yeah. been. We're talking 2009, not current. Current, right. current Jay wouldn't really care. <laughs> so lots changed. No, that's funny. That, yeah, that's, that's, uh, it's crazy how fast, right? Too. I mean, I guess that shows her age, I guess a little bit, but it's, it's, yeah, yeah. I'm going on my 13th season now coaching. So yeah, that sometimes when I, when I count the seasons up, I have to go back and do the math. I'm yeah, like, I'm on year 13 already. Like six as associate head coach. Is that right? Something like that. Give sounds, or take. Good. sounds good. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I'm same way. I'm like, what year did I actually start? And what, right. what year is this? So, um, you also have what the prospect camp, but you know, a week yeah. or so. It's, yeah, that's not nah, not this weekend. Next weekend, this will be our second one. I thought the first one went well. Um, you know, it's a it's a very it's a very fair price point, very very affordable for guys to come in. Um, and you know, I, I told the first camp, you know, listen. Whether, whether, you know, you were invited here or you, you got caught wind of it and you got here, um, it's just an opportunity, an opportunity to, to, you know, get in front of coaches. And we've had, we've had this happen to recruits where, you know, they come in for summer camp and um, I don't know, I didn't know who they were. And then, and then they just, they wrestled hard, they competed hard, their attitude was great. And the next thing you know, we have them on our team, right? So, uh so there was, you know, there's some high profile guys that come through, but then also some, some guys that maybe, maybe, you know, their season was canceled in 2020 and then they're, they were hurt in 21 or they didn't perform as well at the state tournament. And they're still trying to kind of make their mark on the sport. Um, just a great opportunity. So it was, it was great. It was, it was awesome. And there were, you know, there were some high level guys there to work with. So it was fun. So, so what are the ages? Sounds like something you're going to be doing, right? A couple of times yeah, a year. Every, high school, right? guys. Yeah. It's mostly high school high school guys. So, um, yeah, it's, I mean, it's an, it's an ID camp, you know, it's an ID camp. It's like football has been doing it for, 
for decades. You know, right. the model's there, right? It's nothing. Identify who who what who can play. So, so I guess you know, obviously, you guys are kind of the exception, right? Ohio State, but anything you see in recruiting, and this might be a a question for Anthony, but kind of that parents miss out, right? It might be the first generation kid going through college that they should have been doing this as a freshman sophomore and like now they are you know junior senior it's probably an exception because you guys are Ohio State but you know in the landscape of college athletics you know some of these parents are oblivious right but any kind of process issues that you see that parents man I I should have been doing this two years ago for my son or daughter yeah, there's a lot there, a lot, a lot of different directions I can go. I, I would say, you know, it all you got to know, you got to know, like whether or not, not, not like five star. Like if you're if you're if your kid's a five star recruit and they're you know they're placing at Fargo and they're in the finals of Super Thirty Two, it's going to happen organically. Coaches are going to get your number. You're going to be fine. Right. You know what I mean? But uh, if maybe that's not you, and maybe you know you cannot be afraid to reach out to coaches. Like, you know, we've had, like I said, we've had people that, that walked onto our team or got recruited to our team that, um, you know, I, I, I hadn't, hadn't seen him wrestle. Like, you know, I don't follow uh, that state tournament that closely, even though you won it three times, I didn't see you in Fargo because maybe you played football. Right. Right. And then, so, so, uh, you know, like, yeah, we look at rankings, of course, like, you know, I mean, it's a great barometer. A lot of people now are smart and they spend a lot of time, um, you know, crunching the numbers and, and they know who's who. And so, uh, you know, you look at rankings and then you see kids compete, but, you know, for that next tier of guys, you can't be afraid to do your own recruiting a little bit, you know, and, um, and, you know, you can't assume that, oh, just because, a school, you know, the school that you liked didn't call you that they're not interested. They might be totally interested, but you know, they, they may think they don't have a chance at you because of this, or, you know, or, you know, your brother went to Kent. So we just assumed he was going to go there. You know what I mean? So it's like, you can't assume anything in the recruiting. So, um, you know, we got to, you know, we, that's what, that's what coach Ralph does a good job. He does his homework and, and make sure that we cast a large net to make sure that, you know, if there might be a kid from, Texas, who's a diehard Buckeye fan, right? You don't know, you don't know that. You don't know if he's not. So, um, but then things to keep in mind as well. I think there's just some traps. There are some traps in recruiting that parents should be aware of, you know, like, um, you know, don't confuse. I, I say this all the time. Like, don't confuse. I say this in the front end when we're recruiting somebody and just don't confuse, uh, somebody's willingness to operate in the gray area for, for that they're going to care for your son more. You know what I mean? Cause I know I won't. So like that's, and you know, I'll go on record. Like, like I will not, I will not compromise, you know, who I am or who I think this program is to land a recruit. I just won't do it. And, um, and if, and if that's something that's important to you, like it's not happening. Please. Right. 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 So, but people, you know, people get flattered easily and, you know, Oh, that coach was willing to work out with me here. He wants me more. That's not true. I want you just as bad. Right. <laughs> so um, yeah, that's just, just traps, you know, be aware of the traps. It goes back to the ego thing too, right? Is feel they need to love a little more from this and that. It's like, no, you gotta do what's, what's best for you and your best for the program. Right. Um, Logan's still sitting over there. He's over here. He's on his phone. Yeah. So, so what's, uh, 
how excited is you that, that Hunter's coming back to Ohio? You want to pop in here? I'll pop in. What's up, Jerry? Yeah, how you doing, man? Yeah, uh, I'm really excited. We actually uh, we picked him up from the airport last night. He uh, selling his car um, in Oklahoma, so he just my wife drove him, uh, bought a car actually off a kid we used, used to wrestle in our club, um, Mark Costello. I don't know if you remember. He's this. a St. Mary's guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I thought. Um, yeah, so he uh, he sold Hunter's car and oh, wow. uh, and he's coming back now and then uh, yeah he's going either today or tomorrow and uh, they're gonna do a bunch of things and, and paperwork and practice and, and uh, yeah looking for apartments and everything yeah so he's super excited and uh, I mean I'm really excited he's gonna be hour hour ten minutes away and right you know you won't a, even talk to him it's a good chance yeah a good chance for him so yeah it's gonna be fun there's more family time at the holidays right less travel for him right gives him a reason not no excuse not to come home exactly and now he's an hour away so now it's easy i like not i'm in the center so they can just everybody come to me you know, works as well. so yeah we're, we're really excited cool man no that's awesome i know everyone you know high wrestling fans right how can they not be excited about that right yeah it should be good so cool, man. No, thanks. A- anything else you got, Jay? Done, Stever. <sighs> hijack my hijack. My <laughs> uh, no, man. Um, no, I just, you know, I'm grateful, just grateful for, grateful for Buckeye Nation and, um, you know, people's even, even, even when, uh, even when there's critique and, and, and people aren't happy about performance, you know, just know that you know, this is, we live this. So, if, you know, if they're not happy with, with the way something looks, you know, obviously we aren't as, as a staff, but we are grateful because that means people care. And without people caring, none of us have jobs and able to do what we do. And, um, you know, so we're, we're, we're trying our hardest. We want to win. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to get back in, into, uh, into the space where we belong real soon. That's awesome. No, I'm excited for you guys. Obviously, Logan be, being on staff too, not to hijack your your interview again with Logan. Like baby brother, man. I'd love yeah. like, I couldn't be happier. I get to hang with one of my best friends every day and and you know, brainstorm and, and try to try to get good at this. So it's uh it's awesome. Awesome. Well, thanks guys. I appreciate it. Uh looking forward to to seeing what's going on this year. And I'm sure I'm sure we'll cross paths, right? Yeah, yeah come on through. All right. Thanks, man. Recruiting-accelerator.com. That's correct. Recruiting-accelerator.com. When you go to store, you can check out and enter the code wrestling philosophy for $100 off. Thank you, coach.